Another school shooting, this time in Perry, Iowa, small town where one boy was killed, four students were injured, and the principal was also wounded. While the numbers weren't as high as many school shootings that we hear about, it still stunned a small little community, and the loss of any life is important. Welcome to Coffee with Alan. I'm here with my teacher mug, my Snoopy teacher mug because I've been thinking about teachers because of this school shooting. As many of you know, my wife works in a school and I've worked with thousands of teachers and school staff over the years, helping them prepare for the exact thing that happened in Perry, Iowa. This isn't the only school shooting. It's not the only active shooter, active killer since the last time I've talked about this topic. They go on all the time. If I talked about every shooting, this would be the survive a shooting show and not coffee with Alan because I could fill almost every day with incidents. I just decided to talk about it again today because it's been a while. And I want to talk a little bit about what you can do and a little bit about what I'm doing to better help more and more people. So before I get started with what you can do, I'm going to share a little what I'm doing. I mean, in December, I ordered a bunch of books. Among those books that I ordered, School Security, The Risk Assessment Blueprint, Live Ready. This was forwarded by Dave Grossman, who I know. It was endorsed by Lauren Christensen, who wrote the foreword to my book, Survive a Shooting. And Lauren said it was good. And so, you know, I had to order this. And there are things about all types of safety, but there's stuff about active killers in this book, too. Mass Killers, How You Can Identify Workplace, School, and Public Killers Before They Strike. Talk about that here in a minute. When Terror Comes to Main Street, A Citizen's Guide to Terror Awareness, Preparedness, and Prevention. I emphasize prevention, and I emphasize this with the mass killers, how we can identify before they strike, because that's something I'm really trying to look more into. Now, my courses have always included things to look for, warning signs, lessons on situational awareness, and what to look for, what to report to a threat assessment team, what threat assessment teams ought to be looking at and assessing to determine if a threat is valid and what kind of help to get that person, whether it's mental health, law enforcement, combination. I mean, I've always been teaching this stuff, but I'm trying to learn even more so I can help more places hopefully prevent things that happened like in Perry, Iowa. Now, right now, they are looking at all these social media things because that individual posted stuff on social media before he started pulling the trigger. Many of these do. The guy was playing a song that is associated with the Columbine killers. And heck, the Columbine killings happened before this kid that did this shooting was born. But they still look back to that killing and others. I don't know if you can still get it, maybe. But there was a video game where you could be one of the Columbine killers going through and shooting fellow students. If that's not just the sickest, disgustingest thing in the world, whoever created that game, it just disgusts me. And I couldn't see why anybody would create a game like that, why anybody would want to buy and play a game where you're going through and killing innocent people like that. It's disgusting, but it was out there. And some of these killers, they idolize the Columbine killers. They play these kind of games. They're playing the same music, and they're doing that with other killings as well. Now, that's a clue. 
And something you can do is when you start seeing signs like this, okay, why does this person have a fascination with these killers? Why are they getting a gun? Why are they doing this and that? And what kind of post is that on social media when they're holding a gun saying, I'll get them? Or they're telling people, don't come to school or don't come to work on this certain day. I mean, all these kind of signs have been warning signs of other killers. And a lot of them go unheeded and people just, you know, ignore it. And then something terrible happens. We need to take a more proactive, you know, stance. And when we see these warning signs, get some of these people the help they need before something bad happens. A lot of times in my courses, I talk about the gentleman that found his daughter's diary, talking about how she wanted to be the first female killer. She wouldn't have been. There have been females. She wanted to have a higher body count than one of the previous killings. Like I said, they look at these previous killings and they learn and they emulate and they modify and they're motivated by them. They want to one up some of the previous killings. And that gentleman took the the diary seriously and got that young lady help before she took a firearm to school and started shooting people. We need more of that. And in actuality, there are a lot, and the number is big, of these incidents that are prevented and that law enforcement and other you know administrators of schools or other businesses take action, and these are prevented. We don't hear about those. They're prevented. Nothing big and flashy to be on TV or in the news. The people are stopping and preventing these. We just need to do more because some of them are getting through the cracks and so many of these leave signs. You know, that's why I'm really interested. This book is like 2022. So it was, I didn't have this book when I wrote my survival shooting, but I'm really looking forward to the identifying so we can stop them and increasing some of the teaching I do on that aspect. I'm still going to teach everything that I can to help places, depending on the length of time and which course they're doing. I want to help as many people as possible, but I want to help more with the prevention because that's number one. If we can prevent it from happening, nobody's hurt, nobody's killed. Then you don't need to know the escape, deny, attack, back, how to use a tourniquet and a pressure bandage and all the other things that I teach. Now, I'm still going to teach those because it's important to know them just in case. You want to have that general plan. You want to be able to know how to escape a place. You want to be able to know how to deny access to somebody that's trying to hurt you. You want to know how to attack back and take out somebody if that's your only choice. You want to know some trauma aid, not just for active killers, but car accidents or other things. Having a tourniquet, knowing how to use it. Having a pressure bandage, knowing how to use it. Other life-saving skills are important. So I'm going to continue with all of that. But I want to increase some of what I do in the recognizing and preventing area. And that's why I'm reading even more, doing some studying. You know, I read a really good article in one of the newsletters recently, had an article on recognizing different things. And so those kind of things are very important and we need to really work on that. And I encourage you to educate yourself. I mean, that's what you can do. I'm educating myself more than probably anybody because I want to help people, but you need to educate yourself a little bit and I'll give you some resources to do it. Just stay tuned with Coffee with Alan and the newsletters and things that I'm doing because it's going to be part of that, the courses that I do, but you want to learn about that as well so you can recognize things and keep yourself safe and hopefully keep others safe 
and maybe prevent something terrible because regular, ordinary people have prevented things that are terrible. Regular, ordinary people have stopped these killers. And it doesn't really matter what your age is or sex or anything that. We've had women and men and elderly stop killers. We've had college kids with pepper spray stop killers. We've had regular, ordinary people stop killers. We've had people with concealed firearms stop killers. We've had people that didn't have a firearm stop killers. And I try to cover all of that kind of stuff to give people, one, some knowledge and some skills, but also to empower them with the knowledge and motivation that they can do it, to unlearn the helplessness that so many people have learned throughout their life. That's why I hate the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. It's not true. And you're perpetuating the helplessness of somebody that doesn't have a firearm. So I have to tell all these teachers that are not allowed to have a firearm at the place they work that there's nothing they can do and they're supposed to just die? Hell no. I empower them with the tools, the strategies, the skills that they can do something and stop these killers because other people have done it. And if others can do it, so can they. So can you. So that's my job, to learn as absolute much as I can so I can teach as many people as I can and empower people with the knowledge and skills to save lives and prevent people from hopefully dying in the first place by preventing the incident. But if an incident happens, how we can minimize the loss of life with the things and strategies I teach. So that's my job and that's your job. And all the help that you can give me is greatly appreciated. And there are others out there doing the same thing. I'm not the only one teaching this stuff. I think I'm a good instructor. I think I've helped a lot of people and my courses are very valuable, but there are other valuable and good instructors out there as well. Learn all you can to be as safe as you can so then you can just enjoy life because that is what it's about. I want to say good morning to Jay and Vicki. They've been here. Appreciate you guys being here. Dixon shared the link to my Survive a Shooting book. Thank you, Link. Thank you, Dixon, for that link. I appreciate that. Dixon is bought an autographed copy one time when we were together. She is one of the signed editions, and he's been a great supporter of the book, and I appreciate that. Larry says, good morning, good job. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate you being here. It absolutely sickens me that innocent people are dying. And for, for what? I've said before, I understand killing. I mean, I was a soldier. I've been a martial artist my entire life. I've studied warrior cultures. I've studied about death and killing and stuff as much as you can. And I understand reasons for it. A soldier in war has a reason to kill. I can understand the rage. You come home and you meet your spouse with this, somebody else and you go into that blind rage and you may kill them. You know, that happens all the time. And I can understand it. It's wrong, but I can understand it. I can understand killing for revenge. I can understand killing to take something. You know, if you're a criminal and you want to steal something, killing to take something. I understand it. It's wrong, but I understand it. Going and killing innocent little kids for what? I, to make a statement or because you're mad or you're lonely or you're... That I just don't understand. To kill a little kid, to kill somebody that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that harmed you, that baffles me. And that's why I've devoted so much time in trying to help people with this. Because people are scared. Rightfully so. 
it's scary to go to work and think somebody could walk in and start shooting. I mean, it used to be military. They understood it and they had to live with that fear. You go into a war situation, there's a chance of dying. Law enforcement have always had that fear. Every police stop and call that they go on, you don't know what's going to happen. Police officers have stopped cars, walked up to the window thinking just a casual routine automobile shot stop and a gun comes out and they're shot or shot at. Every time a police officer goes to a call, they don't know what's going to happen. And that fear and different adrenaline and stuff is going on. You expect it though. You signed up for that job. Teachers, nurses, different people in these places where these killings happen, they didn't sign up for that. They didn't sign up to go to work worrying about if they're going to be shot at the job. And that's scary for folks. And that's why my mission is to try to empower them with some knowledge and skills and training to alleviate some of that fear, empower them that there is something they can do. They don't have to be innocent, helpless victims and hopefully prevent these incidents. And if we don't prevent them, survive them. Jay says it's just evil, the people that are doing this. I agree, Jay, it is. Larry says it's called evil, lack of respect for life. The answer is preparation and love of life. Yep, I agree, Larry. Being prepared is important. We got to love life. We got to enjoy life. We have to respect others, respect ourselves, all things that I try to teach. I thank everybody for being here. Sign up for the newsletter. Continue to follow Enjoy Life Safely. Coffee with Alan and the website. Going to have more to help you. I'm going to have more active shooter response stuff. You know, I teach the courses through Reflex Protect. So I'm out there teaching Reflex Protect courses, active shooter response courses, different places all around the country. I've taught on the East Coast. I've taught on the West Coast. I've taught in Arizona. And I've taught a couple miles from the Canadian border. So every area of the United States that you can be, you know, I've crisscrossed and been all over it. And I will continue to do so. If I can help you or your organization, please get in touch. That's what I'm here for is to help and empower and make a little sense in this crazy world we're living in. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate all of you. Make it a fantastic Friday and we'll see you tomorrow.